Hare Krishna, we are back with the message of Godhead by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, page number 34. The law books known as the Smritis mention five kinds of sin that everyone inevitably commits, even unwillingly. They are as follows. First, sins committed by scratching. Two, one, two. <laughs> sins committed by rubbing. 3. Sins committed by starting a fire. 4. Sins committed by pouring water from a pot. And 5. Sins committed by cleaning one's house. Even if we do not intentionally commit any sins, we will commit the above five kinds of sin without a shadow of doubt. Thus, it is essential that we eat the remnants of food offered to Vishnu, since this will allow us to escape the reactions to all sins we have committed unconsciously and unavoidably. For this reason, the worship of Vishnu still goes on in the households of the followers of Sanatana Dharma, and especially in the households of Brahmanas. Unfortunately, those who cook food only to satisfy their senses and not for offering to Vishnu have to undergo punishments for all the sins they have committed consciously or unconsciously while discharging their prescribed duties. Therefore, the leaders of all countries and communities should first be sure to satisfy Vishnu for their own benefit and for the benefit of those whom they profess to lead. As the Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna advises Arjuna, quote, What is done by the leader is followed by the ordinary man. Whatever the leader establishes as truth, the followers take to it unhesitatingly, unquote. All leaders should thus ponder how they can set a good example for their followers by discharging their duties in such a way as to satisfy the transcendental senses of Vishnu. But alas, the time has already come when the leaders whom ordinary men regard as beacons are themselves mostly atheists at the bottom of their hearts and are against the principles laid down by God. As such, what can they do for the satisfaction of the transcendental senses of Vishnu? And if they do not do everything for the satisfaction of the transcendental senses of Godhead, how can they expect to drag themselves or their followers from the mire of sins committed in the course of discharging prescribed duties. If the leaders do not recognize the existence of the all-powerful Vishnu, who is simultaneously both the supreme transcendental personality and the impersonal spirit existing everywhere, then what will ordinary man understand about him? He is the supreme enjoyer of everything that be, and thus none of us, however great we may be, can be the enjoyer of the universe and its paraphernalia. Since our position is subordinate to that of the Almighty Vishnu, the Supreme Godhead, and Supreme Controller, 
we can enjoy only what comes from him as a token of his kindness. We must not enjoy anything that is not offered by him. We should not make any extra effort to obtain anything that belongs to him or others. That is the spirit of Vaishnavism. In the Ishopanishad, the same spirit is described as follows. Whatever we see existing throughout the universe is intrinsically the property of the supreme enjoyer. And one may enjoy those things that are kindly given by him, but one must never touch the property of others. Therefore, civic and other popular leaders should center their activities upon Vishnu, and by this act of transcendental work, they will themselves be benefited and shall be able to do good for their respective followers. If these leaders, including preachers and heads of state, do not perform this act of Vaishnavism and instead place themselves artificially in the exalted position of Vishnu, the supreme enjoyer, then they may indeed enjoy temporary gain, adoration and mundane fame, and by a false display of renunciation they may delude their unfortunate followers into rejecting the right path. But such materialistic, godless leaders will never be able to do any good for the ignorant souls who follow them like a flock of sheep to the slaughterhouse. By such leadership, the leader himself is temporarily benefited, but the followers are put into the worst position. The leaders incite them toward illusory gain and thus engage them in various acts of sin. In temporary benefiting themselves, such leaders sacrifice the real interests of their followers and destroy them. Such leaders do not know that their temporary gains will vanish along with the destruction of their temporary body. But the acts of commission and omission they perform during their lifetime of leadership will remain in the psychic engagement of mind, intelligence and false egoism in a very subtle form and the subtle psychic life will develop again in another suitable body by the process of transmigration of the spirit soul. And thus their former acts will subject them to the ordeals of various wheels of action and reaction, obliging them to transmigrate from one body to another for many, many years. And the people in general will follow what the ignorant leaders ask them to do. The leaders, therefore, must be aware of how to act for the benefit of all concerned. First of all, they must understand and practice the real method of Karma Yoga, offering the fruits of one's work to Lord Vishnu. Then they can actually do good for their followers. If the physician himself is diseased, how can he heal others? The physician must heal himself before treating the diseases of the general public. To gratify the senses of the patient 
is not the business of a real physician. A good, qualified physician cannot indulge the patient by merely satisfying his whims. The physician must prescribe the real medicine whether it satisfies the patient's senses or not. The leaders must therefore know the real disease of the people in general, and that is their aversion to serve the almighty Godhead, Vishnu. But if instead of treating the people's root disease, atheism, the leaders simply show a superficial sympathy for the disease's symptoms, certainly there will be no benefit whatsoever for suffering humanity. The real remedy for this disease lies in partaking of the remnants of offerings made to Godhead. This is the ideal diet for the patient. And the medicines include hearing and chanting and remembering the glories of Godhead, worshipping the transcendental form of Godhead, offering Him transcendental service, accepting Him as one's supreme friend and lastly, surrendering unto Him in all circumstances. The leaders should arrange for this diet and these medicines if they really want to dissipate the sufferings of humanity. It is pleasing to see that the veteran leader Mahatma Gandhi is trying his best to invent a method for bringing in a godly atmosphere all over the world. He is preaching restraint, toleration, moral principles and so on. But it is not possible to reach the unlimited by any invented method, which must always be limited. The personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, has therefore said in the Bhagavad Gita that after many births a learned sage surrenders unto him, and that it is rare to see such a Mahatma who is able to connect everything to Vasudeva, the plenary manifestation of Vishnu. The purport is thus, that while so-called Mahatmas are everywhere, the real Mahatma is he who knows the relationship between Godhead and the manifested world. Such a Mahatma never tries to approach Godhead by any invented method, one concocted through the inductive ascending process of knowledge. Rather, he accepts the deductive descending process, that is, the method that comes down directly from the Supreme Lord or through his bona fide representatives. No one can reach the Lord by the ascending process, even after endeavoring for many, many years. All that is obtained by this ascending process is imperfect, partial, impersonal knowledge, which deviates one from the absolute truth. Jai, thank you so much for tuning in today. We shall continue tomorrow with this idea that the only way to receive the absolute truth is by approaching the absolute source in the descending process. So the knowledge comes to us, not that we're trying to reach to something or invent something new or something that's supposedly is going to save the world. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in again and uh, we will see you next time. Hare Krishna and don't forget that the book the link to this book is in the description and you can always check it out and send it to your friends. Hare Krishna!